Welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could be with us. Uh, good to be with you again, Corey. Yes, it is, Tim. It is always I good mean, to be with you, even from your own perspective like there. Yeah, um, it is good to be with me. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Um, so, did you, uh, did my wife use this hip term the other day, drop? Did you drop the other podcast? Online. It is dropped. Do you drop it? I dropped it, I guess. That sounds like you broke it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I uploaded I, it, but I didn't put it on Facebook yet. So it hasn't so dropped? It hasn't. Well, is that the right there. I don't know. Upload sounds so nerdy. It does. So you dropped it. I dropped it. I don't think we're saying it right. Probably not. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a, we have another fa- Facebook. We have another podcast that we did at our live Palm Sunday studio audience. Yes, our Palm Sunday talent show live studio audience. Uh, and we didn't mess it up this year. Well, in terms of the recording. Yeah, we didn't mess up the recording. Yes, we you might have judge for yourself so. <laughs> whether the, whether the content was any good. But uh, I thought I, we had a fun time. It's, we did. It's a <clears throat> shorter than normal podcast, so yeah, it's about you 10 only minutes. waste. Really? Yeah, that was like six minutes. No. Wow. Huh. Took too long to tell that story. I oh, guess. So, the deer fly story. The deer fly if story. If you don't but know what we're talking about, funny. you want to go listen to Tim's one and only camp experience as a youngster. Yeah, it was good. Okay. So, it's fun. That is out there. So, when you say you dropped it or you podcasted it or you uploaded it, whatever you said, I you, sent you, it to SoundCloud. You sent it to our clunky SoundCloud app. Yes. Okay. I, I, I know I've heard so, from I, you listeners out there that you want a new app. You, yeah. I, uh, no, I have actually heard from Multiple, more now. Okay, yes, okay. they want it on. They want it on the standard platforms. Mm. Yes. So we're working on it, folks. I I don't know how to do it. <laughs> do, do they judge quality to go on the standard platforms? I don't think they do. I've okay. heard there's terrible there's stuff. Terrible out stuff. There. So yes. there's a chance we can so do. We it. might slide in. We might slide in. We I think technically we'll still have to have our audio hosted on SoundCloud, and and then it, it like just be it gets link. somehow yeah. magically transferred to the Apple Podcasts and whatever they call the Androidal Podcasts. Android. <laughs> Now, this is that making for a very like a boring, but if you have an opinion in this or you know how to do that, let us know. Um, but we're not here to talk about boring details of podcasting. We're here to talk about holy things. <laughs> Are they H-O-L-E-Y things? W-H-O-L-L-Y things? Oh, because this is a radio, so you can't see my thoughts. In my thoughts, just H-O-L-Y. Holy, yeah. Holy yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's Holy Week. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we started off on Palm Sunday. Uh, we had our Palm Sunday Pancake Supper and talent show that you just talked about. And yeah. sure did, Tim. We have some events coming up later this week that are part of we have Holy our Week. Soup tonight for the last time ever. Just just this year so, for this Lent right. season, right? Okay. It's not the last time for soup ever. Okay. I hope. Soup supper. Yeah, just last, for this year. Final soup supper for Lent, uh, two thousand nineteen, and our friend Ariel is going to be speaking. Yeah, uh, so that's going to be good. So that's at six o'clock on Wednesday the seventeenth, and you can come and hear uh, Ariel talk and and share about how God is working in her life. And then on Thursday we have um, Monday Thursday service at the Holy Trinity Chapel just down the 
couple blocks south of here. So it's Thursday. It is. At 7.30. At 7.30. At Holy Trinity Chapel. Holy Trinity Chapel. What does Mondi mean? Mondi. Alexa, what does Maundy Thursday mean? The noun Maundy Thursday is usually defined as the Thursday of Holy Week, commemorating Jesus' Last Supper and his washing of the disciples' feet upon that day. I don't remember what the Thank word you. means. Um, well, that was... that was. I, I, it's Latin. It's got to be Latin, right? Yes, yes. It's not pig Latin. Let's see. Um, I'll look it up. We here should know, yes. So, and then on Friday, we have our Good Friday service here at the church, uh, Police Federated Church, at 7.30 as well. Um, and on uh, the... And it, it, now, okay. just a oh. sec, I want to say about that... Um, on Good Friday, it's at 7.30, which you said, which it's getting dark at that point, and that's on purpose. We want it to be dark. The Good Friday service is both figuratively dark and literally dark. So, yes. And in darkness, it considers the darkness of the cross. It is not appropriate for um, small children or people who are deeply afraid of the dark. So, right. But it is have, important. It's yeah. a, it considers the cross. So, And we will have child care available at the Parsonage. Uh, for people who want to come to the service but maybe have children, younger children, who, uh, for whom the service would not be appropriate. Too intense, and, maybe. Yeah, and, and you can, uh, you know, if you know where the parsonage is, you can go there or you can come here to the church and we can direct you over there. Uh, it's just out the back door. But Mondi. That's nice, Corey. Mondi. Mondi. Okay, so Mondi, it says on dictionary.com, is the ceremony of washing the feet of the poor, especially commemorating Jesus' washing of his disciples' feet on Mondi Thursday. So are you going to wash our feet, Tim? I'm not washing feet. No. No. We used to do that here. People not don't. you. No. But do you, we're, not, we're not doing that. No, no. People don't like to People do that. People don't like that very well. Jesus that did it. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it, but it's... It's a little maybe for a public service where you forward you're, for yeah, like um, the Pope does it, but it is an important. <laughs> just unmoved by my. It is an important a uh, part of. There are several things that are remembered on Monday Thursday: the foot washing, uh, the Last Supper as well. I'm not being very holy. Uh, the command. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus says, a new commandment I give you, that you would love one another. That's another theme of yeah. uh, Monday, Thursday services. Uh, and and the you know service that Jesus performs to the disciples and washing their feet. And he says, no servant is greater than his master. And, um, Absolutely. And Jesus was, as their master, serving them. And so it's this encouragement to, um, to serve one another. Um, and, cool. and so it's really important... Part of it, though, we will not be actually washing feet, um, but it's a great service, and I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Service of service. Service of service. Yeah. You talk about the towel again. Maybe. You'll are you using the same out. script? Or are you changing no, it up a bit? It might be a little bit different. Oh, you never cool. Know. I I look forward um, to it. Uh, I'll be down at the Holy Trinity Chapel. I might actually be working a little bit of Jonah back into it, which wow. is maybe hard to believe, but um, wow. I think there's some. There's some Jonah makes parallels a comeback. about love. Uh, Jonah was a big servant. Just all about I serving others. I don't think others. that's the connection oh. we're probably going to make. Okay. But, um, 
it'll it'll be more about how God acted in Jonah's story than about oh, Jonah's actions and in Jonah's story. It's probably a lot better. Um, <laughs> but that's going to be good. And our uh, Good Friday service at seven thirty p.m. on Friday here at the church. It'll be and good. And then on Resurrection Sunday, which is sometimes called Easter Sunday. Uh, it is. Sometimes. We will have a sunrise service at Greenwood Cemetery over on the South Hill in Palouse. Rain, snow, shine, sleet, wind, hail, sleet, cold, whatever. tornado, lightning. Yeah. Tornado maybe I'll maybe, cancel. Maybe I'll cancel. Yeah. So we'll be there at five forty. It'll start at five forty-five. I'll right? be yeah. there earlier than that, and it's it's a couple of traditional hymns that. A fair amount of people know how to sing, so we can sing them without a piano on site and and scriptures and a and a hopeful message. It's not too lengthy of a service. It's kind of chilly out there at five ish in the morning, yeah. five forty five. So, but all are welcome to that. Um, and just like your service on Thursday and the Good Friday service, they're open to anybody and everybody. And then our normal services on Sunday morning, Resurrection Sunday morning uh, at nine a.m. and eleven a.m. And of course. As always, 1.30 p.m. at Bishop Place in Pullman. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that Good Friday, just to back up, it, it's a consideration of what Jesus said and experienced on the cross. And so it's it's deeply reflective and meditative, lots of silence. Um, you might experience or reflect on your own grief um, as you consider the suffering of Jesus. So I, I just want to prepare you for that, but it's very helpful for the soul at least i have found it to be so even though i'm leading the service it's one of these services that you even though you lead it you really are participant Mm -hmm. so yeah but the sunrise service looking forward to that looking forward to the morning services and we are preaching strangely enough about resurrection what yes Yes. On Resurrection Sunday? Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah, not Jonah. Not in case Jonah. you're tired of Jonah out there. It might be. I wasn't tired of Jonah. I lo- I lo- no, I'm not either. Yeah, we, we can keep preaching Jonah if you want, folks. Why don't you send us a message? <laughs> no, we're done with Jonah. <laughs> we're done with Jonah for now. But it was awesome. Yeah, it was. Um, so we're preaching about Mary experiencing the resurrected Jesus. This is Mary Magdalene, I should say, because... You may know this, Tim, but there's more than one Mary in the Gospels, and wow. it gets kind of confusing. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But it's nice when they say things like Mary, the mother of Jesus, or Mary Magdalene. It is nice. That's helpful. But this yeah. is about... There's more than one Judas, too. Yeah. That's a little known thing. Yeah. My daughter reminded me of that the other day. Um, should I read it? Yeah, or, it's, it's okay. only seven verses, I think. So, yeah, seven or eight verses. Yeah. All right, this is from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, starting with verse 11. But Mary stood... Should we set the scene, Tim? The scene is Mary got to the tomb really early, and she expected to do something, you know, to treat the body, to help out. Um, She gets there, and the the stone had been rolled away, and so she goes back and she tells Peter and, and John that someone had... You know, the Jesus isn't there. Yeah, and then they ran. They come running. And checked it out, looked yep. in. Then Don't see him. They went away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they left Mary there. Yeah, and they leave her there, and that's where we that's where we pick her, pick it up. Not pick her up, pick it up. Uh, verse 11. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, 
sitting where the body of Jesus had lain, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing. But she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. So there you go. That's uh, verses 11 through 18 of chapter yeah. 20. What, 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 are you, what are you driving at there, Tim, with your sermon this Sunday? Well, I, I think we're going to be looking a little bit at this uh, that phrase that Jesus says to Mary, do not cling to me. Mm. Uh, and then basically he tells her to go. Uh, and, and, you know, what is that? Why? Why why shouldn't Mary cling to him? And why is it so important that she goes and that she leaves uh, Jesus at that point? And, and uh, I'm, I haven't, uh, the next part too, I, I haven't really explored very much, but I'm really interested in that phrase about, I am ascending to uh, my father and your father and I'm doing it backwards. No, you're doing it right. I'm my God and your mm-hmm. God, um, and and just I don't know how I'm going to work work that in, but I I think there's something there for us, and just recognizing the connection uh, that that it, we we are children of God, you know, and 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 He is our Father, and and Jesus is God is our God, and. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that all fleshed out, but I really like that language there, and I think there's something there for us to um, to learn from. Yeah, yeah. This is it's a pretty emotional passage. I think it's a deep passage to reflect on oh, and yeah. kind of uh, figure out what Jesus is saying here. But then on another just human level, I mean, for somebody to see someone that they love deeply. And for every right reason assumed was dead and yeah. cold and in a tomb and then alive, it's a dramatic scene and 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 reading it, it just almost uh, it doesn't get anywhere near to what what Mary would have experienced, right? I mean, oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. I was thinking about how uh, you know we read the scripture, you know, all these years later, and it's like, well, she looks, she stoops and looks in the tomb and sees two angels, but like it doesn't register to her (laughs) that they're angels you know um and so if because if she had recognized them as angels then there may have been a different response that she had instead of this kind of general query about you know where where jesus was in the body of her her lord was and um sometimes you know she must have been experienced grief in a way her her grief that she was experiencing must have been so profound that it just 
almost blinded her to to, to what was going on. Um, maybe that's not the right way to say it, but uh, just uh, it's an interesting part of the story to kind of reflect upon. This is it's not an easy time for 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 Mary at all. No, I and, and, and she yeah. deeply loved Jesus, and and he had rescued her. Yeah, uh, from from significant oppression in her life, and and uh, so this was devastating to her. Yeah, and it's it's often said. I don't know who said it first, but you're. The depth of your grief is equal to the depth of your love, you know, that they're related, you know. So Mary had loved Jesus very deeply. He had helped her immensely. I mean, just radically saved her life. Um, and and it makes sense that she is distraught and, and, and distraught at such a level that, yeah, as you mentioned, two angels there. And she doesn't, she isn't phased or... Yeah moved by that and elsewhere in the bible of course people see angels and they're terrified yeah um but her purpose is you know where's jesus you know that's 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 what she wants to know um and she is weeping and i think we can understand why she's weeping but um so i you know we i've preached about resurrection a few times i imagine you have too Pretty, Not as many as you. Well, that's yes. okay. I'm a little older than you, Tim. <laughs> but uh, the the, uh, the topic should never get old, right? I, no. I, I think um, we if we just take, even if you're a very experienced Christian out there, if we just say, well, okay, the resurrection, I get it. I know it. It's, it's, it's core. It's like basic Christianity. I, you know, I don't, I don't need to focus on it that much. Or, or maybe that's just a message for Easter. I, I think I think that yeah. resurrection That's, is is core. It is at the base of what our faith is, but it's it's deeply important to reflect about and, and can give us hope for all manner of things. Um, so it's not just part of the message that you need to be saved to get to heaven, and then you don't need to think about resurrection because oh, it's just just a historical event. It is. It is super important. I'm being vague in general here, but it it, it just is. Um, it's the hope of the world. If G, if, well, it, if Jesus isn't resurrected, there's no real hope. That's what I think. There you go. Yeah, that's it in a nutshell. And if Jesus isn't resurrected, there's no real Christian faith through no. all of history. I mean, this is the the linchpin, right? Uh, this this is this is important, and. Uh, yeah, God so, is a resurrecting God. So, um, what does that mean? That is exactly what I'm going to talk about. What does it mean, and what does resurrection look like? As much as we can handle talking about that, yeah. Um, uh, because our lives are tied to Christ's death and resurrection. We're told, you know, that we're new creations in Christ, and we're in a sense raised out of our old lives already. We we will be resurrected at the end of the ages too but but we have experienced a resurrection of sorts when we become a new creation in christ and so what is resurrection jesus's and ours Mm -hmm. what does that look like what can we learn from jesus's so um yeah i i am looking forward to preaching this it's it's quite a shift from judas (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and Jonah yeah yeah a little bit huh maybe a little bit yeah I think it's the same God though from what I can tell same God same God very hopeful and, God yeah like 
He's hopeful in the book of Jonah. He's even hopeful with the story of Judas, like, which is a terrible situation, but God still wins out in the end and uses a terrible treachery for good. And, of course, the resurrection is hopeful. What what looks like the end is really only the beginning. Yeah. Um, okay. What else... What else, Tim? What else? What else? I I think you've covered. I mean, you've hopefully whetted the appetite, so to speak. Whetted you don't want to so, give it all away. If you're um, yeah, if you're looking for a church where there's no Easter egg hunts, that'll be us on Sunday. <laughs> um, you know, we we're just here preaching the basic good news of Jesus and worshiping Him. Hopefully, we're people of the resurrection every Sunday. But you know, this is one day a year where we intentionally focus on it i don't think there's anything wrong with that um so hope to see you um or if you're in your town wherever you live as you're listening to this i hope you find a community of of christ followers to worship with and um celebrate that that our god defeated death it is as tim said the linchpin of of all history uh, and of of our very lives so yeah, yeah. so we should celebrate it deeply yeah if you're out there listening and you don't uh maybe you don't know where to go to find a church yeah and you're not and in, you're listening to this and you're listening to this and you're because you're like grasping at straws you're grasping at straws so give us a call <laughs> i'm trying to be serious oh yeah i He's know trying to be funny. i know i'm sorry Tim. Um, go ahead but give us a call send us an email comment on the thing and we'll help you find a church you can go to um, definitely yeah it's not series. about it's not about you know pfc pfc yeah about police federated church good call um especially if you're listening to this stuff. in upper michigan <laughs> just don't even start okay just don't sorry. even start there Corey. sorry well i think that is about all the time we have for yeah. our holy week edition of the church on a hill podcast so thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, the Tuscany of America, wishing you a blessed Holy Week. <laughs>